You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Reds pounded out three home runs last night at Great American Ballpark, but it wasn't enough as they fell to the Cubs by a final score of 8-5. It was the second straight loss at the hands of Chicago in their fourth straight since winning the opening day game against the Detroit Tigers. With more on the game, let's hear from the two guys who called it, Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Tough one tonight. Cubs 8, Reds 5, and, uh, well, Cowboy, this is four straight losses after an opening day win, and that is something that can be awfully haunting in a short 60-game schedule. So my question for you is, how do you turn things around when that momentum starts in a negative way? Well, I think part of this is that you you look at some of the ball games that are out there, not just tonight's game, but other games, and since there are no fans in the ballpark, the, the only people at the park that can lift your team is your team. And in order to, to continue to have some life and to continue to push and to fight later in the game, because you're not going to be leading in every ball game. There are going to be games that you're going to be behind and in order to to continue to lift your own team spirit, uh, you got to be you got to be your own cheer, cheerleaders. And this this club has not always been able to do that. It, it's always been more of a um, I don't want to say quiet, but more of a kind of looked at things uh, from an individual standpoint, professional standpoint. Okay, you just do your job. You don't need somebody rah rah. Well, when, when there's no crowd and, and there's nobody else here, uh, you, you look dead. You, you look like you're, you're lifeless. And, and that's one of the things that maybe this, this Reds club needs to try to do to try to lift the spirits of the guys that are out there. If, if nothing else, it just shows that you're behind the guys that, that are on the field. Well, you continue to try to focus on the positives throughout this losing streak because it's uh, really one of the only ways to try to stay positive moving forward. And one of the positives tonight was how good Tyler Malley looked over his four innings. Yeah, I thought Tyler threw the ball well. I thought he made some adjustments um, from what we've seen in years past. I thought the slider was very good. He mixed in a curveball that we have seen in the past, but more the slider and then the curveball off of it, and he seemed to get some very awkward swings. He did have the ball that Akiyama lost in the sun uh, back early in the game. That cost him his first run, and that's really where the where the Cubs scoring started. But, you know, my concern right now is this bullpen is giving up a lot of runs, not just one or two, but giving up home runs to go with it. And, and that's not something that, that you can get used to. And that's one of the things that really puts a damper in your clubhouse is when your bullpen is unable to provide stopper material. Well, the Reds need to find a way to right the ship. And tomorrow night, they'll have a good guy on the mound to do it. Sonny Gray goes against Kyle Hendricks. And Yid will have more on that coming up. Final score, Cubs 8, Reds 5. Yid, back to you. Tyler Malley started the game last night for Cincinnati, and he got through the first two innings without any problems, but ran into trouble in the third, and part of it was really just dumb luck. Jason Kipnis led off the inning with what should have been a routine fly ball to center field, but Shogo Akiyama lost the ball in the sun, and it went for a triple. Then the number nine hitter did this. Full count to the number nine batter. And a rip job into right field. That's a base hit 
On a 3-2 breaking ball, Horner is aboard, and it is 1-0 Cubs as Kipnis scores from third base. So the first two hits for the Cubs come back-to-back in the 8 and 9 spot. In the fourth, the Cubs scored another run on a Kipnis RBI. It could have been a lot worse after that. With two on and one out, Malley helped himself with some great defense. Malley pauses, pitches, check swing, roller. Back to the mound. Malley fields, goes to second one, on to first. Double play. And a well-turned double play started by Malley. It took some athleticism off the mound to make that happen. That would be the final batter that Malley would face. He pitched four innings, giving up two runs on six hits with four strikeouts. The Reds finally got on the board in the bottom of the fourth off Cubs starter Alec Mills, who up until that point kept the Reds' bats in check. With two outs, Jesse Winker drew a five-pitch walk. That brought Nick Castellanos to the plate, and he proved that walks do hunt. And if he makes a mistake here, Castellanos could make him pay in a big way. Mills is ready. The 2-1 pitch. And Castellanos drives one to right field and deep. Way back there, it is gone! And we are tied. A two-run opposite field home run for Nick Castellanos. Right into the Charmin Bears glove and right. The Cubs broke the tie against lefty Cody Reed in the top of the fifth inning with two down Javi Baez doubled. And then it was time for Middletown's finest to shine. That would be Kyle Schwarber. No balls, two strikes. Reed's pitch. And Schwarber reaches out, pokes one into left field. That falls for a hit in front of Aquino. Here comes his throw to the plate. It's a good one, and it is not in time. Baez slides under the tag, and he's safe. Reds will have to look at that. Schwarber into second base. Boy, the throw looked to beat him. And I thought Casale got the tag down in time. That was a phenomenal Aggressive play by Aquino to get to the ball and to get that much on the throw. Oh, my goodness, that was a great, great play, great throw, great tag, but also a great slide by Baez. He slid towards the third base dugout and reached back with his left hand, and that little split second allowed him to get just the front digits of his finger over the corner of the plate. Cubs added another run in the sixth on a sacrifice fly. Javi Baez homered in the seventh. Chicago piled on in the eighth when David Bodie hit a solo home run off Nate Jones. The Reds put their third run on the board in the bottom of the eighth, thanks to catcher Kurt Cassell. The payoff. And that's a breaking ball hammered to left. Schwarber will turn and look, and that is gone. Out of here to left center. Off the JTM sign. Kurt Cassell. Has his second home run of the year. Now 6-3 Cubs. The Reds didn't score another run in the eighth, but A. Eugenio Suarez finally broke an 0-for-17 streak with a ground rule double down the right field line, so hopefully that is a good sign. In the top of the ninth, Javi Baez went deep again, this time off Michael Lorenzen. Signal given, and from the belt, the 3-2 pitch. And Baez hits a fly ball, well hit, center field. Backing up Irvin on the warning track, leaps at the wall, it is gone. A two-run home run for Javier Baez, his second home run tonight, and the Cubs now lead it 8-3. The Reds made it a bit closer in the bottom of the ninth, thanks to Freddie Galvis. The 0-1 pitch, and Galvis swings and golfs one to deep right field. Back goes Hayward, he's at the wall, he looks up, and it is gone. A two-run home run for Freddie Galvis. 
That's his second home run of the year. And for Galvis, it's RBIs four and five. Here are the totals for Chicago. Eight runs on 12 hits, one air. They stranded 11. The Reds, five runs, six hits, no airs. They left four on base. Mills, the winner, 1-0. Cody Reed takes the loss. He drops to 0-1. Home runs in that game. Baez had two for the Cubs. Bodie had one for Cincinnati. Castellanos, Caselli, and Galvis all hit home runs. Game time, three hours and two minutes. Here's what David Bell had to say about the loss after the game. Why do you think your club is not firing on all cylinders right now? Yeah, we just have to really get better, you know, find ways to keep getting better in all areas. That's what it takes. Um, so, yeah, we're looking at everything. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, each day it's been a different reason, really, that it hasn't worked out. Um, so we'll just keep finding ways to get better in, in all areas of the game. And um, there's been good things to build on mixed in, but uh, obviously it hadn't been good enough for the last four days. No one is more frustrated than you, I'm sure. How do you keep from that frustration building over um, coming off a lot, what we the start last year as well? Some of these guys went through a similar thing. How do you keep that from boiling over? Yeah, I know this is a different year, a different team. Um, we're in a can completely different situation. So, um, yeah, that that's not a factor. We're looking at this season, what we have to do to make any adjustments we need to make. And, uh, you know, we've talked about the urgency in the shorter season, and um, there's no doubt that's a factor. But uh, we do have um, time to get it going. We have to make adjustments quick, and um, that's what we're looking to do. That's what, uh, that's what, what you do in this game. So... Um, we still have that opportunity ahead of us, and we're looking forward to, to making that happen. With no Moustakis, no Senzel, you've yet to have your starting catcher catch a game. Uh, your three batters off to a slow start. Do you feel like you're kind of up against it as well as timing goes with that? No, I. Um, you're right, everything you said. But, uh, yeah, no, every, every team has different challenges. We can't wait to get those guys back. Uh, they're a big part of our team. Um, but each day we go out and, and believe, you know, we have, we're running a team out there that um, is very competitive and, and uh, we believe in to win the game. So um, we're going to be that much stronger when they come back and uh, we can't wait for, you know, to see all of them. What was your impression of Tyler Malley tonight and taking him out after four? Was that uh, pitch limit or was that more of the, they were getting ready to go through the third time of the lineup? Yeah, Tyler, I do believe Tyler pitched better than the results, and the re results weren't bad by any means. But uh, good fastball, developing slider continues to get better. Um, yeah, Tyler's gonna Tyler's in a good spot right now. So um, really, the decision there is just to do everything we can to hold the game right there, give give ourselves, give our offense a chance to get back in the game and. Uh, come back and, and win um so it didn't didn't work out um but tyler did his job you know kept us in the game um and uh you know it was good to see him do what he's been working on continue to to um, improve his slider and, and like i said the fastball was good against a really tough lineup game three of this four game series is tomorrow night at 6 40 right-hander sonny gray goes to the mound he's 1-0 with a 1.50 era he was fantastic last friday against the Tigers. Right-hander Kyle Hendricks goes to the mound for the Cubs. He's 1-0. He has a 0 ERA. 
We'll be on the air with the pregame show beginning at 610 on the Reds Radio Network. With your Reds Radio Wrap-Up, I'm Dave Armbruster. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.